Acupuncture. Acupuncture is the original biohack. Binaural beats. Nootropics. Tom, can you even spell nootropics? Supplements. Psychedelics. They told us not to take drugs. Now there's all this research on taking drugs. Science of compounding. Orgasmic meditation. Individual results may vary. <laughs> and a whole bunch of other stuff we find interesting. I don't want to spend 12 grand to shine a red light on my junk. Just a couple of guys talking about somewhat strange health stuff. There's something weird here, but I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> Reverent Health starts now. Mr. Tom. What's up, Matt? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Good. It's been a pretty good day. Oh, really? That sounds intriguing. Why, why, why is it a good day? Well, you know, so I just did uh, an interview, and I think you just did one too today, right? So it's both of us got one Seems in. Like uh, you can't throw a rock these days without hitting three idiots with the podcast, huh? I, uh, you know, well, there's two right here, and then we've just squared uh, that. Uh, yeah. So did it go well? I, it went great, man. Uh, you know, uh, the person actually owns a C, uh, CBD company and I, I, you know, and uh, she's got she's got a pretty interesting product. It doesn't smell like weed or medicine. Oh, what's it smell? Like? Uh, it's, it's, it's well, this one. Well, no, this one smells like delicious yeah. vanilla. Uh, and I almost, uh, I, you know, so I'm, I'm I'm interested in seeing I had I gotten it a little bit earlier, I would have tried it out before I went on our yeah, show. Yeah, sure. I mean, you got to sample the product, right? I mean, you definitely do. I mean, she's that was like a like a party favor that she gave me for oh, doing our show. Awesome. Local girl. Uh, no, out in out in L.A., actually. Oh. oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, I was actually coincidentally also on a CBD podcast. <laughs> So seems seems like everybody loves weed seems these like days. Everybody does. Actually, you know, it's funny. I, I went to that trade show out in Vegas a couple weeks ago. I, I think I told you about. Yeah, that. Um, I was trying. A, I tr tried a pipe uh, and uh, the guy the guy showed uh, had the CBD flower. And um, the mm. whole point of this particular pipe was that it preserves flavor, even though it's an incendiary device. Right. Like, so you're using a. So, so more, more of a vaporizer, but actually burning the herb. Exactly. And so, yeah. um, so I lit it and it was CBD flower. So there's no, you know, intoxicating effects, but I just gotten off an airplane for six hours and like, got, you know, you're all like tied up from the plane and like, blah. yeah, yeah. And like, I'm not a huge, I, you know, I'll, I'll put a lot of shit in my body, but you know what I don't put in my body ever? Advil. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know what it is like i'm just not into the NSAID thing and yeah and so like i was there walking the show and you've got that like uh, from the the from the plane and this guy came along yeah it was like our third booth and it was like the best timing because like 20 minutes later half hour later but certainly by like 45 minutes later it's like i took like 1600 milligrams of advil i was just like my body was loose i was like totally chill like and I was like, God, why doesn't everybody just consume CBD like daily? Like why? why? Well, you know, I mean, why not sell them in like 20 packs like right, cigarettes? Right. You know, I mean, like, I, I, you know, I have some CBD flour and I haven't really like dove too deep into it because for me, like it takes a mega dose for me to get 
any well, effect, I mean, you know, be, like let's be candid here and let's qualify this a little bit. I was uh, not exactly bashful with my uh, intake. Yeah, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. So, um, I would I would safely say that I probably achieved a <laughs> fairly healthy dose. A, a therapeutic, a therapeutic dose. dose <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know that. Listen, I I love supporting other podcasters. I love that you do it. I know this isn't you, this yeah. is hardly your first. This is definitely not my first. Like we're all like just helping each other out. And, and I got to be honest with you, just to geek out on that for literally a second, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's it's so, it's much, so much fun. fun. Everybody's got such nothing but awesome vibes. Like everybody's just you know, yeah. I don't know, man. It's you know we hear so much these days, like all day, every day. It's like this politician's a douchebag, and this actor is like a misogynist douchebag and this guy killed 15 people in an Amish town. You know, you're like, Oh my God, the world is a fucking horrible place. And then you see things like this where you're like, man, there's a whole nother version of the world that people are just being good people and <laughs> talking about not, cool not everything is on fire. Yeah, right. Like, you know, it's just, this is, I, this is a great hedge for me against like the uh, ills of the regular world, if you will, you know? It's it's certainly keeping me from becoming uh well no I'm already radical. I I <laughs> violently <Okay>. radical. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um yeah and and like it just is nice to know that the world isn't always burning down around you, you know. And yeah. like, man, I, we we've been talking a lot about covid as has anybody who's alive currently. Um but you know, COVID really, you know, the mental health thing is certainly not a uh, surprise anymore. Like we, we all, Oh, we're going to see, we're going to see that impact oh, for, for decades. Yeah, yeah, that's going to, that's going to ripple on as long as I'm. That, that's epigenetic yeah, now. I, as long as I'm taking oxygen. Well, that, actually that's a, that's a good, uh, we talked about doing a, a show on that because when you look at the Holocaust studies that are still going on, yeah. those hormetic stress responders that they got during uh, during the Holocaust are like, I think now at four generations epigenetically passed yeah. on. So like the question yeah. I'm curious about is exactly what you're just saying. Like two generations from now, do we still have like a subsect of humanity that's inherited this like hyper tolerance? Like, well, yeah, I, you know, what's crazy, man. I, so I didn't get to read the article. I did tag it. Um, but I saw the headline today, the, uh, the term COVID baby. Oh, yeah. And their neurobiological effects, and I was like, "Oh shit, I got to read that." No, I've, I've, um, I've read and then of course, ten thousand things happened. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, so it is a different thing. I actually, you know, you know, it's funny. I, I experienced this at a liquor store, nonetheless. That we were buying a bottle of wine. We were on our way to a dinner party, and I was buying a bottle of wine. And the woman in front of me had a papoose with a baby, but the papoose was faced outwards, like instead of inwards. So, like, the baby was doing. The, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> you know can see the world world. and we all had masks on uh this was like maybe like right when you were allowed to leave your house but it was for sure you needed a mask you know like Mm -hmm. the baby knew i was smiling Mm -hmm. by nothing more than this your eyes yeah while i think we all uh, like can do that i mean that's why you know we've talked about this before but like all those like subconscious signaling that you do to outwardly and all that signaling that you pick up inwardly from another person that stuff we all we know we do that that's like beyond refute but we do it with yeah like with your entire body your shoulders your face your 
you know, like the slight little tick in the curl of your mouth. Like, you know, this baby nailed it through a mask. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's different. Right. Like that's different. That's not the same. Right. What do they they call those micro expressions? Right. Like when you, yeah, you know, but you and I interpret micro expressions all the time, but we do it with a full complement of opportunity, right? Like we do it where I can see your, your lips and your chin and your nose Mm -hmm, and your nostril mm -hmm. flare and your eyes and your, your gaze and your, you know, like all you can see through a mask is your eyeballs and your, and your eyebrows. That's pretty much it. It's crazy. I, I, I was blown away by that. I was just like, wow, this baby is like a straight up ninja because like they figured that out, but that's their only, but then again, that's their only. Well, and, and think that baby has not known a world without masks. No. And that was where that, that's exactly right. Like, so the baby, as far as the baby's concerned, that's just how people look, <laughs> you know, like, and it's how wild is that? Right. Like, I mean, how wild is that? I, I know this is completely false. But what if, what if, what if at some point there was a plague in the Middle East? Right. And that is why people covered their face. Right. right. And then that just stuck around. Like, it's like, you know, like in Judaism, they talk about not eating pork, right? They don't do that in, in Islam either. But, um, that was, that was a health thing, right? Like what, what if some of these rules started as health things? And just so much time passed. It's just like it was written from a God who came down and Mm. decreed it. So, but you're like, no, it's really so you don't get tricking us. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, so you don't have worms burrowing through your fucking body. Yeah, so funny. Um, so, so, hey, man, listen, I gotta, I gotta thank you for bringing tonight, tonight to my attention again. Man, I feel like sometimes I whiff, and then sometimes I get something good. Here's the, I, I want you to set it up. Just, just like get us into it, like set us up. Where, how uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so uh, like, you know, Matt turned me on to this, this app called Headway, right? You crush these synopsis of books and they give you the main concepts and everything. And, uh, you know, I, I found this one book called Perception and it discussed I've got basically it was, I guess a, I should go read Perception right now. <laughs> I, it might, I, I read it on one and a yeah, quarter right. and I think it took yeah, 10. Right. Um, but, but within that, it basically was talking from an advertising perspective, how, how we get manipulated. Mm. And it gave like, you know, five or six main ones, but it got me thinking about like these, these biases that we all carry, right? If, you know, and, and one of the concepts was, we're going to start when I pitch you something, I'm going to pitch you the most expensive, but the one I want you to buy is probably two or three in, right? Because now you go like, oh, that one's way too much, but this is good value. Interesting. Right. I've set this value for you knowing like the this is the sky and this is something that you can do. Um, and then I realized like, you know, we're into so much out there shit, right? And as much as we want to say, yes, there's science behind all of it. Yes, we've read studies. How much of that is our own confirmation bias? And there's so many different biases that we have as humans that, like, honestly, I don't think if we were aware of them, I don't believe we would be in this position as a country right now. Oh, uh- Like, we'd all be like, oh, you know, I, I definitely have, like, some historical 
reference point that I'm thinking about when I'm dealing with this current situation. Or, you know, I heard about a guy that I like that said this, so it must be true. So what was the book called? I'm in I'm I'm in my uh it- now, now I have to check because no, no, I'm trying to, I'm going to just download it because I'm like, you, you don't want to miss well, out. I mean, you know, I, I do, I do like this app quite a bit. I mean, because it is neat for the influence, the psychology of persuasion by Robert Caldini, Cialdini, 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 Cialdini. Oh, wow. Bookmark that. Okay, there you go. I can't wait to check this out because if it brought you to this little thing, I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, this is something that I think when you're doing anything like we do, when we're we're like looking for the next big supplement or what's that next therapy that's coming around the corner, you know, like for me, it's like, well, am I going to add this to the office? Yeah. Well, is it just because I want it? Is it because I heard somebody else said it was cool? Is it because it's a pricey item and I feel more valuable? What biases are playing when I do that? Yeah. Yeah. And so you sent me an infographic and it's called yeah. Cognitive Biases in the Modern World. And here's the thing. I've seen this infographic before. Uh, yep. And I've read this several times and it is actually one of the most interesting things I think I've ever read that informs my opinion of ingesting information. Because whether I'm guilty of one or 10 of these things that we're about to talk about, Mm -hmm. I am absolutely aware that they exist in myself only because I have read this cheat sheet several times. I like this should be taught it, in it schools. Be tattooed on your fucking forehead, dude. Like, there's no like every time you have a thought, yeah, you, you should, should be able to pull this yeah. chart out and go, oh okay, yeah, which yeah. One is it? Which <laughs> like, one is it? Oh, let, let me let me walk this yeah. back before. <laughs> because here's the thing: if you have any desire to have an authentic conversation about literally any topic that exists, yeah, and you don't, you aren't self aware that these things exist. Then yeah. you are only dealing with half a deck. You, you know what I mean? Like it is absolutely like then you're just marketing to somebody. That's what that is. You, you, you have one of these biases. You're speaking to this bias and you're absolutely not at all tipping your hat to the fact that you're fucking bias. <laughs> so like if you can look at yourself through this, like I there's a, let's just get into this because like the first one. Yeah, yeah. The first one is, I think, one of our biggest society problems. And like, and I, and it's probably no coincidence that they put it first, but fundamental attribution error, right? Yeah. Right? So specifically in here, it says we judge others on their personality or fundamental character, but we judge ourselves on the situation. The example they give is Sally is late to class. She's lazy. You're late to class. It must be, it was a bad morning. And it's yeah, so yeah. fucking perfectly quintessential of everybody you've met in the last two years. <laughs> well, you know, and I, 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 you know, you, you've probably heard the expression like when you're driving, if somebody's driving slower than you, you're they're a moron. If they're driving faster than you, they're a maniac, oh, right? Like, like you know, you know, it's I'm the one doing it right, or there's some reason absolutely why 
you know, I'm not doing it, but this other person yeah, is just an asshole. This other person's just a dick. Yeah. I mean, and it's just <laughs> funny because like right there, let alone how many fucking people who are in road rage are fucking quoting fundamental attribution error. Like, yeah. <laughs> Cheater. The cheat there is zero, Tom. I will take zero. zero. Yeah. So, um, but also not less interesting. The second one is self-serving bias, right? Uh, our failures are situational, but our successes are our responsibility. How many people yeah. have you talked to in the last 24 hours that fucking suffer from this thing? I, I worked real hard and I got ahead. Right. And this person hit the snooze alarm and that's why they're unemployed. Right. <laughs> like like it is such right right yeah and listen i i don't want to turn this into a political or a fucking whatever you know but but like does this not completely summarize all of western society in 2020 I, I mean we every one of these just is like extra heavy no it's just so since funny. covid yeah, okay, hit you're, you're totally right like and i think that this is where you know it's funny and as we keep going um, and we'll put the link to this. We, we got to definitely put the link to this in the show. But oh, absolutely! But, and and we should give credit to this uh, this guy Marcus Liu that published yeah, no, this. Yeah, and and this is just I I mean I don't know. It's great and it's got little graphics. It's super cute. Um, anyway, but like next one is in group favoritism, right? So what could be more polarizing? Then uh, a thing that's called in-group favoritism. You don't even need to know what that means to know what it means. <laughs> well, I, I mean, the name says it all, right? You favor people that are a group opposed to the people that are not. Okay, that you're you're one of us, so you must be right. Yeah, steal the vote. You know what I mean? Like it's all. <laughs> It was the damn Antifa. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah what wouldn't it have been my crew? We're law-abiding yeah, citizens. No, definitely. Um, no, we're, we we have to call you back though. We have a lynching to uh, uh, attend. <laughs> we have to get on over there. I don't know how the Antifa texted from my phone, but they've got ways. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um and it's it's funny because these are in rows on, on my in in the browser right and like the first yeah. row the next wagon the, the next one on that uh, is uh, the bandwagon effect right and yeah you know, fads beliefs grow more as people believe them it, is there a time in recent past that you could remember where more people have been influenced by the bandwagon effect than right this minute in time. I, look, man, I was even going to point to us here, right? Oh, yeah. no Biohacking, man. Biohacking. That's a sexy yeah, term. Like, who's ever Fuck, we're all that? in. Look at that. What is that? Oh, you take vitamins, you get sleep, you exercise well, you do some therapies. Yeah. Well, that's... Oh, by the way, you're going to <laughs> Isn't that what we're supposed yeah, to right. do? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but, but no, but my, I, you, you actually hit on something that we, we kind of alluded to earlier, but like is not yet, we didn't really dive into, but... Dude, we we're gonna hit fifteen of these. Don't be crazy. We're we're, we're gonna be guilty of of, of many of no, these. No, we're gonna hit so many of them. But but you're absolutely right. Like now, 
here's the esoteric question that'll get you banging your head against the wall or banging yeah. your head against the red light therapy panel in your salt. Here, I got, I got my, I got my light yeah, right here, man. In, in your light, in your salt <laughs> pod, you know, like you know, ble- breeding, ble- uh, breathing in ionized zinc and taking vitamin D drops, you know, like, we'll just, yeah. you know, um, but are we into this topic because of the bandwagon effect or are we having this podcast because of the bandwagon effect or you know what i mean like it's like it's just but either way safe to assume one version or another the bandwagon effect done got us so so like and speaking of bandwagon effects on on a larger scale on the on the heavy hitters right we did a whole episode on sinclair's lifespan right clearly a bandwagon well it, well, not only that, to take it even further, uh, Mark ha- uh, Heyman, yeah. the doctor, is writing a book on increasing your longevity. Rhonda Patrick, who I crush on her, who, also who writing a book on longevity. Rhonda Patrick. Is there, is, there, I, is there a biohacker alive who doesn't crush on Rhonda Patrick? Come on. I, I don't. I, I just I just she's just so, so good. good. So good. <laughs> so. But that being said, is that not bandwagon oh, effect, right? And I was gonna, I was gonna ma- mention this because we were talking about that Headway app. I read a book, and I don't want to shit talk somebody because I, I, I think there needs to be a voice for each person to react to. But uh, this person, I read the book, and and this person is an attractive, well put together, presents well. And they rehashed like the oldest principles. And I'm like, I've heard this 30 fucking ways. This is like straight up Buddhist or this is straight up, you know, direct concepts from Taoism. And, uh, you know, like even even what was it? Uh, Was it how to unfuck yourself or unfuck your life or something like that. You know, that book, I think that's, it's somewhat familiar, but I have no, but, but like I read it and I'm like, that's the four noble truths, man. You just said fuck a few times. Well, it's like the guy, you know, on the, uh, the, the diva or what's that? What's that woman who died? And yeah. Oh, guru jagged. Right. We did a whole episode on that. Like that guy just took Kundalini yoga was just sort of a fucking trash heap of Dharma and Taoism. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, threw in a little new age funkadelic in there and boom, boom, here's Kundalini. Shit is completely fabricated. Like, I, yeah, yeah. And look, does that add value? Does that take away value? No, but like, certainly you end up, you know, just. And then and then you hit some of these biases, right? Oh, I've heard that before. That that makes sense to me. Oh yeah, I take martial arts for uh, years and years and years, decades. Yeah, yeah. Point. And like every time I go check out a new <sighs> dojo or whatever, it's always a person who's got like you know eighth gone somewhere else, and they're you know they're like, oh, I'm going to go and start a dojo, and it's like now it's the Matt Hampton. Ishan, yeah, Matt Hampton Rue, you know, and it's like, <laughs> and and it's a you get a patch where there's a dragon involved and some you know Asian characters on it, but there's always a dragon yeah, involved, and, and all of a sudden you have your own you have your own style, and like all that is is a philosophical schism from who taught you what you know, who taught right? you, like, yeah, and, and yeah, so I, now you've yeah. got its own thing. So like, I, I guess in a way, 
it, that could be considered something just like that, right? Like you're, it's just a. I've rehashed I've the same thing. And reinterpreted the data in a way that speaks to the people that are listening to me. I think the difference is, is you and I look at those people that are on the fringe of that and be like, you're a giant asshole. <laughs> well, you, you know, and then like, so, so one thing and, and, and being a, uh, a white guy in, in the field of Asian medicine, I have to constantly remind myself of the Chinese expression when drinking water, remember the source. Yeah. yeah you know, it's like, no, this, this isn't mine. I need to be delicate with this. This is not, there is not going to be an ingenio system ever. Well, mostly because you can't live to 5,000 to see it. through. <laughs> well, that's very true. You know, <laughs> you know, there's a rate limiter. In Maybe. There, buddy. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, a, maybe a few thousand years after me, somebody will say that I descended on a cloud and handed them a scroll. Uh, floating <laughs> on a red light. Uh, right on a red light. He came down in a in cloud in a of cryotherapy. <laughs> smoke. Right. Yes. I believe I smelt yes, salt exactly. in the exactly. air. But like, so, so that, that's really funny. We're, we're kind of making fun of it, but the next one and the last one in the first row was group think. Right. And, and this is like the funny, this is one of the more comedic or one of the first. Comedic yeah, yeah. Ones. The example that they give this Sally wants to get ice cream. Francis wants to stop for t-shirts. You suggest getting t-shirts with pictures of ice cream on them. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there going, this is every asshole who is what you and I were just talking about. In a joke. Absolutely. Like what they are doing. You know, and oh my God, that one made me laugh for, for a while. Um, but it's funny because like, I, not only can I understand these things at an intrinsic level, because I think mm -hmm. the reason I can is because I think we are all guilty of all of these. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. To me. Halo effect. If you see a person having a positive trait, that person, that positive impression will spill over to their other traits. This also works for negative traits. Taylor could never be mean. She's so cute. Like, um, every hot person you've ever talked about and we've ever made fun of on this show about like being hot in a bikini and like being in a room with like a plant behind you that's from Ikea and all of a sudden you're all, yogi. yeah, <laughs> you, you know, like, um, Oh, I was going to I was going to go even darker and probably get us blacklisted where I was like, you know, like basically cops killing an unarmed dude. And and then there's a here's a photo of some cops buying ice cream for a black right. girl. And it's like, yeah, that 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 doesn't. Right. <laughs> Those two things don't cancel each other right. out. Um, the next one on here is moral luck. Better moral standing happens due to a positive outcome. Worse moral standing happens to a negative outcome. X culture won X war because they were morally superior to losers. So I, I like Ben <clears throat> Greenfield and you know, I do. You and I both talked. Uh -huh. There was an episode where he had this raging douchebag pastor on oh, like, fuck. I can't begin to tell you what an epic douche hat this guy was. He told a story about uh this the christian revolution not nah, what was it called the, the place where the christians killed all the everyone who wasn't christian who you you don't want to accept jesus here i'm going to bash this 
Well, the curse, uh, the, the Inquisition. The, uh, Inquisition. Like I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, not a. Mel Mel Brooks did a did a a little Inquisition. skit on that. Um, History of the world. Of the world. So the Inquisition. Here we go. And they went to a Viking <laughs> town, and there's a thousand year old tree. Like this is like Avatar type, mm-hmm. tree, right? And it was this. It was not only this gorgeous visual, you know. Um, award reward for living in that space. I mean, it was a beautiful, beautiful tree. Apparently, like they described. Obviously, I didn't see it, but they're describing this giant, beautiful tree. And they say, in there is also the seat of our main deity. So not only is it pretty to look at, but it's their religious center. So it's a cultural center from a from mm-hmm. a secular point of view, and it's a religious center. When they wouldn't convert, they they they. They, that these people said, if anything happens to this tree, Thor is going to come out and be super pissed off. And they said, okay, cool, no problem. They burned the fucking thing to the ground. And they said, mm. well, I don't see Thor hanging around, so I guess you were wrong. And that was, and the pastor said with like full conviction, that is the power of Christianity that they can bring out these truths. And I was like, I fucking want to burn your church down right now because. I don't think that your God is going to come down and smite me any faster than Thor did in that. Yeah. Like, don't be like, who yeah. the hell do you think you're talking to? Like, what are you saying, dude? Like, and this. That's insane. Crazy. It's insane. I hope the Vikings pillage their fucking villages. Yeah. It's one of the times you really do <laughs> pillaging. Uh, like, uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, the raping and pillaging we're okay with here. <laughs> I just, it, it seems so completely ridiculously stupid. It, 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 well, but, uh, but like that's, well, now I'm going to get anti-religious. Hope my mom doesn't listen to this. No, no, no. I was, I was going anti-religion, uh, but <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll back it off. Thing, like, if, no, if I a mean, religious, if a religious zealot was to read anything on here, they wouldn't even understand the significance because that type of personality is not even aware that they are leaning that far in that direction. Like it's not, it wouldn't even occur to them. Uh, hold on, man. That's the next yeah, row. Sorry. <laughs> I just uh, jumped ahead to naive right? realism. We believe more people than believe us than is actually the case. Well, and, and this is the, I don't know anybody that voted for Biden. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I mean, it is absolutely like this happens and and you know where this one happens a lot this is like the swim team parent like uh you know cadre of people that are like oh man that kid's a fucking lunatic don't you think like everybody says so. like you know like that's like mm-hmm. this is the one that like almost every little suburban person i've ever met this is like tattooed on their forehead they're like everything i mm-hmm. say and do that's false consensus <laughs> written all over it <laughs> like yeah um curse of knowledge right sometimes we know something we assume everyone else knows it too right alice is a teacher and struggles to understand the perspectives of her new students i gotta tell you this hurts me in infinite ways because i am a giant victim of uh I, 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 are, are we victims or are we, are we propagator? But I, I know exactly what you mean. I said something to somebody the other day and I, 
and it wasn't, I wasn't trying to talk down to them. Right. I wasn't trying. And, and they went, I don't know what that means. And I went, oh, God, s- sorry. You know, I wasn't trying to be like an arrogant prick right. there. I was just, you know, this is. But this I did is a just, really good job of oh, being an arrogant prick nonetheless. I, I was completely yeah. unaware of how much of an asshole I was right there. I said something that I thought was common knowledge and. Then I looked at it and I'm like, no, that was like one class that I took right. in college Some that like, unless you yeah. took that class, why would you know that? Well, you know, and I think this is actually like, you know, you want to look at our COVID episodes, right? Specifically mm-hmm. curse of knowledge, I think is actually like a fair way to describe what is probably our bias, the, the entirety of those shows. Our, our biggest one yeah. there. Yeah. It's like the reality is, is like whether I'm right or wrong is not for me to tell you, but I absolutely believe that I'm right in a lot of those opinions that we had because I have the knowledge that informs that. When I hear people opposing some of those views that we talked about, it almost exclusively is at their lack of said knowledge, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's not that they disagree Uh, because we have the same amount of information. It's they disagree because they have zero information and what little they do have is off of Fox news or CNN and you cannot possibly, and you know that, and yeah. you, you know it talking to them, but you can't say that to somebody and not look like a complete ass. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Right. I, I, you know, and that seems to be one of the arguments like, Oh, you guys uh, think you're better than everyone else. You think, and it's like, Oh, is the, is that it? Or is there some knowledge that somebody that has? I'm saying it could be both. I, what I, oh no, I, I think I'm a piece of what, shit, what but that's another, say, though, that's another episode. That, yeah. Right. What I would say though, is it, it, that probably the worst one on this list that, that we both suffer from is this one, because this show wouldn't even exist if everybody just was, had the information that is out there. It, what if they all do and no one listens to yeah, this, man? You know, I'll be honest. With oh. you. That would be okay with me. Um, but, but, but <laughs> you know, because I, I, you know, again, I don't do this for, for anybody really. I do this because I do think that there's a lot of topics of conversation out there that are not being talked. Yeah. That I think we could absolutely talk about, but we present this data through one or many of these fucking biases. Every time we have this conversation. Absolutely. You, you know, uh, the next one's Well, I I mean, how can you have an how can you have a conversation without bias? That's actually a better question and I was going to get to that when we got to the end of this, but like is there even a possibility of having an unbiased anything? Like you and I couldn't have a conversation I, that wasn't biased. Because I can't say false consent, I can't address the false consensus, the moral walk, the in-group favoritism, the fundamental attribution error. Like I can't I can't like fabricate that, right? Like, like you can't no. possibly have a con- if you had a conversation that addressed all of those things, it would make no sense. <laughs> That's very like, true. And not to mention the linguistic gymnastics required to pull that off effectively would be breathtaking. I I, I feel like it would be almost emotionless, yeah, right? Or that you know, it would point. be just people stating facts yep. at each other. <laughs> that both of us know. It was red. I know that <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. it was Pantone PMS 105, which is universally uh, yeah. agreed upon as red. <laughs> like, you know, like, um, thank you. 
And then the response would be, yes, that was yes, red. That, was... that would be the conversation. <laughs> right. It would be the least exciting were uh tete-a-tete -tete in, in the history of mankind it, 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 no one's gonna go no yeah. <laughs> right and then that leads us into the next the last of the second round the spotlight effect right we overestimate yeah. how much people are paying attention uh to our behavior and appearance right uh like you know we have a podcast with zero to high single digit listeners <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. So I'm not super under any misconceptions on this one per se. So so you you mean Joe Rogan's not gonna come yeah, after me? Yeah. <laughs> no. Have you ever seen that? No, uh, I don't think so. What is it? Progressive commercial with the mayhem character? He's like, he's Yes, like, this is gonna get tens of views. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's great i absolutely lose it every time that commercial's on because i like that I, I i jokingly i joke with my kids about that i'm like my podcast is gonna get tens of views it's gonna be somebody's gonna it's listen so it's absolutely hilarious right uh all right so okay here it is i think it's your row tom uh availability oh no man we rely on yeah examples of what come to mind while making judgments hmm <laughs> Where have we seen that before? When trying to decide yeah. which store to visit, you choose the one you most recently saw an ad for. I mean, is there a more succinct description of capitalism in uh, the modern age than that? I don't have to be good. I just have to be in front. Yeah. Right. Um, defense attribution. Uh, a, a witness to secretly... As a witness who secretly fears being vulnerable to a serious mishap, we bl will blame the victim less and the attacker more if we relate to the victim. Yeah. Tom, I think they called that wow. COVID, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this one was changed to everybody in COVID. <laughs> am I am I off? <laughs> Yeah, I no, I I believe I believe that isn't wrong. This one is <laughs> absolutely. So so again, I think what's interesting about this list is as we keep going on here, it's it's even more apparent how much these things should be part of like general. It should be like uh, you learn your name, you learn your parents' cell phone numbers and and maybe their email addresses and then you learn this. <laughs> Like, like order of operations for being alive. That is, that is them. Like, you know, this is, and it should be presented as some shit's going to come out of your mouth. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and, and it's going to be one of these at least at a minimum. Right. Um, and you know, yes. Okay. So the example of this, I was just reading it cause I, I wanted to make sure that, uh, that we heard this one, but Sally sat too long at a green light because she was playing with her phone. She got rear-ended. Greg, who is known for to text and drive, got out and yelled at the other person who smacked into her. And I'm like, uh, that's uh, everybody I talked to today. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, um, you know, succinctly, everybody. Like, <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, this is I, I, I and I hate to say this. This seems very churchy to me, too. 
where it's like, oh, look at them. They did this. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Didn't you just (laughs) I swear to God, you just said that. Right. And and like so, you know, it's it's funny because the just world hypothesis, which is the next one, is is the next one, a different version of that exact same story. Right. It's just it's saying like that we tend to believe that the world is is a righteous place or just place. Right. So we assume mm. acts of injustice are deserved. And like, what do they say? An eye for an eye makes the whole world go blind. And, uh, you know, you know, yeah. Um, I, I just, uh, I, you know, I, 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 this one is hard because this one is like a real emotionally triggered state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and who doesn't seem to be emotionally triggered anymore? Yeah. Everyone that's is exactly the, and, and so like this row I feel is like particularly COVID centric because we do see that a lot. Like I've lived in my house for two years and in my house we eat spaghetti on Mondays. And so if you don't, you are some kind of paleolithic mm-hmm. pervert child pornographer drug dealing prostitute like you know like it's not you're just like it's so offensive and you're like wait a minute two years ago it would have just been like oh you eat spaghetti on mondays that's it's weird but okay (laughs) you do you do what you got to do man (laughs) like like that would be the extent of the conversation now it's like you just throw it you're heaving on right like you're just piling it piling it Mm -hmm. um naive realism and naive cynicism right so so those are those were yeah. interesting to me, right? Like, so I I never really thought of these two. Um, this is very matrix it is centric, and like these were the two most interesting for me on the entire chart because, like, I have never yeah. really even considered what these are, and like, so they describe naive realism and and cynicism's obviously just the opposite. But we believe that we that we observe objective reality and that other people are irrational uninformed or biased now we kind of did talk about that a minute ago like the people driving slower are yeah yeah and the people driving faster are maniacs so we did talk about that i guess i never thought of that as as a unique bias per se right like it never occurred to me that that was a bias it just meant that like other people were shitheads and maniacs like (laughs) yeah you know, and uh, cynicism is just the opposite. Um, and and that like, except I mean, I guess I get it's the opposite is. But like on top of that, you sort of bring in the observer into it as well. In cynicism, mm-hmm. so like you're bringing in like not only are those people crazy, but the person who's saying this, like they are also personally nuts. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. like um, so these were interesting because I never really thought about classifying that. Um, yeah, I, I think I think this is the thing, right? I mean, the biases that we're unaware of are probably the ones that we're most susceptible right. to. Right. You know? So so you're right. And now we get into like the next layer of this, which which kind of goes into This is such a good chart, yeah, Dan. Yeah. So the next layer, <laughs> and I don't even know. I gotta be we should call this out that I don't actually know that the chart was laid out the way we're interpreting it, but it does seem to me. It, it seems row, to have a yeah, flow. Like row of these is actually 
feels like they like there's a rationale, like an unspoken rationale towards why these are grouped the way they are. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, those mm-hmm. look like they should belong together, you know, and then we kind of move on like the four, four a effects. I assume I'm not sure if I'm, you know, uh, mutilating that, but it says, AKA the Barnum effect. It says we easily attribute our personalities to vague statements, even if they apply to a wide range of people. So I got to make, I, I saw, I saw, have you uh, heard of the great Randini? He was out there to try and dispel magic and hoaxes. He handed an entire room, their individualized horoscopes, had everybody read them, ask them questions. Does that sound like you? Yeah, totally does. Okay. Now everybody swapped their paper with somebody else. Everybody in the room had the same horoscope. Yeah. And and that's exactly what this is, right? We're we're gonna make, and and and, God, I feel like psychics do this sometimes yeah, do too. Where I'm gonna like, I, uh, what are you about? that that I I, I don't know because I, I fuck because I'm biased and I want to believe that some people really have a gift. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is not a thing. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I saw a Netflix series. Was it was it called? Group? <laughs> It was it was by uh, Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I'll swing at her all day. I think I can kick yeah, her ass. I don't know. She might I'm not going to kick ass Gwyneth Paltrow's ass. She might win yeah. my ass. Um, but but like I'll be honest with you, I'm a giant horoscope nerd. People, fuck. I mean, those things got me my entire life. For, for listen, man, the number of times I say, uh, brother, I'm looking at on my monitor. They're not even Chinese in origin. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have twelve fortunes taped to the fucking monitor in, monitors in my in my office. As long as it's just because if you add the words in bed, they're really funny, then it works. Yes. Um, problems are only opportunities in work clothes. <laughs> in bed. In bed. Very true. <laughs> See, it works it all works the time. Literally 100% of the time. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> but like this one, I have to actively combat not being a victim of the Barnum effect. I, I get you, that. You know what I mean? Like, I, get I have that. to work hard to not do that. And I'm not even sure how much I'm capable because I am such a, a I fall into that so very easily. Yeah, I get that. I I totally get that. And I I mean, that's the thing. If I make something vague enough, it sounds believable. The next one, the Dunning-Kruger effect, is very fascinating because to me, all this is is a rehash of basic martial arts principles. Right. Like, mm-hmm. And that is shit is 5000 years old in history. So, like, I don't know who Dunning or Kruger were, but I'm curious where this came from, because Jiu-Jitsu has been talking about this shit for literally 5,000 years. I, th- this one, this one, I, I talk about a lot. Right. I know, I know two double board certified doctors. And I remember asking one of them something once. And she goes, oh, I think it's this, but I don't really know. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You could write a book right. on this. Right. And then I had somebody that like had overheard the question. And I'm like, I 
I think they barely made it out of high school. And they're oh, telling me all about it. it yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh, right. <laughs> when, when did you go yeah, to med right. school? So, so, this like one, this is- so what it says for, I, I realized we didn't really say what it was, but it says the less, you know, the more confident you are, the more, you know, the less confident you are. And like, it's funny because everyone says that a belt, you know, everyone's all obsessed, especially suburban white kids are really obsessed with a black belt in karate or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm. And my, my sense, it used to say a belt just holds up your pants, you know, like he's like, you know, being a black belt, isn't a belt status. It is a way of living a life status. And he, maybe it was because I had that as my bias going into it. But when I got my black belt, it wasn't just a graduation of a belt color. It was a, it was a realization that I had worked on myself long enough to be Mm -hmm. in a place where you accept the inevitability that no matter how much you think, you know, somebody always knows more. And so you should never lose the requirement of knowledge acquisition because it never stops and only an idiot stops learning. Like, and so that there, there is no, I know it all. And so this concept is actually very near and dear to my heart because I not only am affected by this, but it's part of my DNA. Like I'm like, the more I know about anything, the more I recognize that there's probably that many more opinions on the same topic out there. Like that is just yeah, the reality yeah. of the world. And that's not a bias. It's a recognition <laughs> like that that is the so, way the world works. I, I think, I think like we've gone through quite a few of these. This has 50. No, we, I, we said we weren't going to go through all of them. There, there, yeah, there's no, definitely not. But like, I'm looking around and going like, some of these are really good. Actually, that that book I told you about, uh, the Ben Franklin effect. I don't believe they name it the Ben Franklin effect, but we like doing favors, and we are more likely to do another f- uh, favors for someone if we've already done a favor wow. for them. Interesting, right? Yeah. You know, so that like, yeah, you know, can I can I borrow a pen? Yeah, can I borrow some money? Yeah, and then this one, the tacky psychia. Uh, our perception of time depends on depending on trauma, drug use, and physical exertion shift, right? And if anybody's ever been stoned, yeah. <laughs> and you think you've had the fridge open for ten minutes looking for something, and you look over at the clock and it's been like less than a minute, you know what that right. one is? No, absolutely, right? But yeah, man, I think we should just cherry pick some of these fun ones. Um, Zero risk bias. We we prefer to reduce small risks to zero, even if we can reduce more risk overall with another option. You should probably buy the warranty. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, like, uh, that's hilarious. Yes. Again, you know, that I mean, that's fucking hilarious. Okay. And this this is another one that was covered in that book, uh, authority bias. We, we trust and are more often influenced by the opinions of authority figures. But you know, it's funny. I have a client friend, uh, a networking friend, I should, I should say, mm-hmm. who owns a security company, um, digital security company, not, not like, not, wow. not like okay. you know, arms, you know, hospital system, big client is, he put on a really expensive suit 
like, you know, one of those like $5,000, you know, custom tailored, you know, crazy suit. Like yeah. he looked amazing by his, by his description. And he paints this very vivid picture because the story is absolutely breathtakingly uh, demonstrative of this particular bias. He walks in with a briefcase and in the briefcase was a bunch of tools that could break into shit and cause some havoc and a laptop and, you know, he could do some mm-hmm. damage. He walks in just because he's in this dope ass suit, walks through like multiple layers of security guard. Now we're talking about hospital security guard, so it's not for mm-hmm. Knox. But he was able to actually penetrate to the innermost secure area without showing ID or being asked for it even one time because he had a briefcase, a really nice suit, and walked with authority through the hallways. Yeah. And he was like, guys, you you failed your no one questioned the most amazingly glorified <laughs> glorious ways that somebody could fail this test like <laughs> like and it's just funny because you're like yeah i don't i don't know that i would question some fucking dude rolling past me in a ten thousand dollar suit or whatever like with a yeah like now nah, he looks like he belongs here <laughs> um stereotyping i don't even need to talk about that one like <laughs> No, <laughs> you know, you know, like, no, I, I, you know, and, and one, another real big one is obviously confirmation bias, Oh yeah, you know, uh, we, 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 we link to those things that tell us what we want to hear, what we, what we already believe. Right. right. He, yeah. And what was, the, uh, and then this one, the, uh, Zygarnik effect where we remember incomplete <laughs> things more than completed ones. Greg feels guilty for never getting anything done until he sees all of the tasks he's checked off his task list. I mean, yeah. if I want to get anything done, but I'm lazy, I'm fucking leaning in on Zygarnik effect. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, lean me in, buddy. Um, oh, the Ben Franklin was on there, right? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and here's the, so there was actually, and I, and I just was reminded by scrolling down, but pessimism bias and optimism bias. So these were two interesting ones for me because placebo effect, we've talked about a million times. Um, yeah. Power of positive thinking, neurologically speaking, absolute truth. Like there's no, you, you know, yeah. Like, and again, and let's, let's Venn diagram Tom some uh, yeah too much knowledge bias <laughs> you know and say like well if i know all these things are true then optimism and pessimism bias are are real like oh absolutely pessimism bias is uh they call that the nocebo yeah. effect right. you know where like you actually have an adverse reaction to something that isn't you know what I've just found out that that um, I am indirectly linked to somebody who studies placebo and nocebo um, outcomes. N- That's kind of cool. And I and I was made aware of uh, their work, and um, it's fascinating because uh, I, I I don't know one of the alphabet soups of the government is is a big mm-hmm. um, investor in their research because you know, we've talked about this before, but if, if placebo actually can be harnessed, uh, trillions of dollars in pharmaceutical companies don't need to e- exist in the same, 
exist, yeah. That they do now. now. Not to say they have to go away, but you, you're not selling restless leg syndrome fucking medication to, to somebody when they can just get rid of restless leg syndrome through about 600 other different non-narcotic yeah. you know, ways. One of the biggest being placebo effect. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. If you eat this broccoli, you your restless leg will go away. 100%. We have clinical trials. <laughs> you pop like a florette <laughs> of broccoli and all of a sudden next day you're like done and you're like, Blech. man, it was great. I did this broccoli. Well, me. yeah, I mean, that was the thing about restless leg. I mean, for years people were coming in and they're like, you know what works? Irish spring, bar of soap, bottom of your bed. What? Yeah, you got to take it out of the box. You throw it under the covers. How does that work? Placebo. Oh, that's it. Like, I mean, that was, I, I heard that from several older people. That's so funny. I found this on the internet and it actually works. That's so funny. So now all of a sudden everybody's putting Irish spring under their pillow and Irish Spring was great. Irish Spring made some money that year. I was just going to ask, like, does Irish Spring, is Irish Spring behind it? (laughs) Like, did they spread, did they spread this in the first place? That is genius if they were. If they were exposed as coming up with that, like, who's that marketing guy, right? Like, I mean. I, I, I tend to believe, talking about biases. That it was probably a doctor that was just like, I got to get this fucking patient to yeah. shut up. <laughs> no, no, no. It totally has to be Irish Spring. <laughs> there is a chemical. <laughs> and they just put the box up there. Like they picked like the 13th, 15 syllable word that's in the soap. They're like, you, you know how Irish <laughs> Spring is green? Yeah, that's that. It's got to be green. Yeah. By the way, not and not, not related to anything. Irish Spring is like the best smelling soap on the planet. Like that shit is. I don't know, man. Come on. I don't know. I don't want to smell like anything. I know. I don't use it. I, I haven't since I was a kid. But the smell of it, like we have, um, we got a um a sample of it sent in a grocery yeah. order, and uh, you know those little tiny super small bars. I opened it up and I smelled it, and man, talk about taking you back. It, it is the same it is smell. The same smell. And man, what a super time machine rush for me, man. Like I was like literally instantly back to like Boy Scout camp, like as yeah. a 10 year old with this like Irish spring in a fucking soap box that my grandparents put in there. Yeah. The plastic one. Yeah. Yeah. The plastic one that like clips shut, you know, and you're like, yeah, and, yeah. And it's like, I, boom, in one second, I'm. I'm back. It's crazy. It it really is intense, but, but, um, anyway, yeah, man, thanks for bringing this up. Cause I, I think we definitely put it out there, but I guess what I, I guess what I would be, my parting thoughts on this would be, I really do wish we could all take something like this a little bit more seriously, because if we have conversations with others and we kind of had flashcards up and you're like, especially if it's like a heated exchange like if you don't really agree with the other person or you know yeah you both should be forced to look at this chart and be like your opponent is guilty of one too many of these biases you you know it'd be good to have a ref which ones are you just like this is this one which ones are you (laughs) guilty of and let's figure out how to come to the middle 
on those. And like, I'm not mm-hmm. capable of that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, you are. Oh, absolutely not. I'll lose my shit. I'll, I'll burn stuff down. I'm going full <laughs> Thor burning tree on this. Person. <laughs> uh, I, I got some gas yeah. in the back of my car. I'll be right back. Yeah, no, totally. But, but anyway, man, thanks for bringing this up. It's a great thought exercise. Oh, this is really a lot excited. of fun, man. A lot of fun. And you know what? This wasn't technically a health related thing, but it, it's actually almost the most quintessentially health it is a thing. mental health related also thing how the entire health industry is is sold and marketed like this absolutely we are, you know we are talking about one of these biases across the board all day every day and i on headway you know what i just read um um what is it all marketers are liars <laughs> and and one of the things it said in there which, which actually it's funny because right not until like right this minute did I put this together, but I want to count how many of those biases are there and count how many of these. My guess is it's the same because what yeah. that book says is it finds out what the bias of their target demographic is and then they basically craft. Just exploit just the living exploit shit, out, the of shit out of it. So they lean in on psychological manipulation around that specific worldview like very very specific like it it, it's like a seth godin like kind of book like uh, um yeah yeah i'm not sure if he wrote that actually i because i i gotta be honest with you i don't pay attention to the authors when i read these books at 17 minutes but i I pick it by the title it's only 15 minutes you know you're not you're not strapping in for hours so but seth godin is is um quoted about six thousand times in there so i'm i'm hoping he wrote the book otherwise it was to somebody who has a (laughs) somebody else was following him around with the the tape recorder i'm writing a fucking book based on this asshole intense if that's not the case but um (laughs) but yeah so but but basically it you know and as a guy who's in marketing i really hate to admit that there's a possibility that that's right. But it was basically like saying marketing is literally just creatively lying to people, telling them a common lie. I mean, that, that sounds exactly what, what it all is, right? Yeah. But you, you want to believe that marketing is a little bit more, uh, um, authentic than that. Ethical, uh, authentic. You, you know I got gotcha. you. Like, but, but like that book's not wrong. You, you know, like it's not, it's not wrong. So anywho, what, uh, what are you getting into these days? What you got? What you got? Oh up? man, man. So I've got, uh, an international man of, uh, I, or a podcast, uh, interview podcast interviewing. Um, let's see what's coming up. Uh, I think this weekend it's, it's nice. I I'm going to catch up with a friend of mine. Who's a PA who's an absolutely fabulous functional medicine practitioner and we're going to talk shop she's going to come kick the tires on a few of my services so i'm super excited for that yeah is this the same one you and i talked about about maybe getting on the show at some point oh we totally can absolutely because i think i'd love to talk to her obviously but i mean I, i i think did you tell her we were doing this i'll tell her on friday uh, you know, my 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 interactions with her are normally texting. Hey, you know, you told me to get that blood test. I didn't get that blood test. <laughs> like, well, yeah, definitely. Like, like I, I got to go to the her. place. I got to get the blood drawn. It's a whole production. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. I hear you. Can I just do it here and send you know, it in? It's, it's funny. My, my little check-in was going to be, I, I pulled the trigger on the concierge dog. Oh, good. And good. My intake is, uh, is coming up. Um, and I'm excited about that because, um, when is that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's coming up. It's, uh, it's next week. Nice. So it's a three hour physical, which I've never had in my entire life. I'm excited to see <sighs> three hour tour. That's a lot of turning your head and coughing. Uh, I'm hoping it's less. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and more about, uh, not that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. I, I mean, you, you and I have been talking about this forever, but I'm, I'm really interested to see what that's all about, man. Like, I mean, it, it's the ultimate and choose your own adventure book, right? Like, you know, yeah. um, also I think we might want to do a show on this, but, um, I've been persuaded to put my toe in the water of the Rapamycin pool. Oh, you're going to give that a go, huh? So I just read a very convincing article about uh, um, how uh, metformin actually uh, decreases. Yeah, we were talking about this. Right. And so I'm like, well, (laughs) that. But but now, now what I would say is the toxicity of metformin versus rapamycin uh, that's you know people do have reactions to that versus like you know i got some heartburn with uh metformin but so here's the thing when it comes down to it um the rapamycin it was actually less deleterious uh than i had originally been led to believe and mm. what it was is it becomes a giant N of one problem in that. So the uh, mTOR suppression will actually fuck with your gut microbiome and by, by yeah. extension, your um, immunity system in general. So a buddy of mine who's been involved in, in rapamycin testing on himself N of one, you know, world, is yeah, yeah. in a Facebook group with like 800, I think he said, other people taking rapamycin. He's been in it for 18 months, I think, 19 months, like a long time. And there are scientists on there, but the group has access to all of the information. And the group is reporting up, they're doing their own RCT, but not really random. Like it's all like self-selected, but they're basically doing this massive study on themselves. And what Mm. I, what he, what he has found out is, is that, you know, he takes one gram of rapamycin every seven days. If he takes anything more, he gets ulcers mouth sores because his, his immune system is all jacked up. Right. So Mm -hmm. I was like, so tell me about that. He goes, I did a ton of experiment. I came down to one gram after I went up to two grams because 500 milligrams was working out fine. I went up to two grams and got an entire mouth filled with ulcers. Like literally like, wow. And I was like, well, how did you even know that that was related? He goes, because I've been in this board and it's not, I'm not the first person, the person that's had it. So yeah, what I'm actually very curious. I'm trying to get him on the show uh, to talk about this mm. because 
this idea of being in a group, like, look, 800 participants is a fucking massive study. Like, uh, compared to most biohacking things. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, can you imagine if you had a 700 person sample group on fucking anything we talk about? Like, usually the sample groups are like five, eight, 25. (laughs) Like, you know, like, 50 on a good day. Like, you know, there's not, you know, I don't know, 700 person studies. Who the fuck affords that? Mm. So anyway, what he found out is almost no two people in the group have the same dosing regime, right? So like this guy's on 500 milligrams every eight days. This woman's on two grams every three days. Like everybody's on a different amount. And what it is, is it's a, it's a, it's a constant experiment to find out what your threshold is because the more rapamycin you can take, the more mTOR you can suppress. So on the one mm-hmm. side of it, you're, you're motivated to, to kind of optimize your dosing. But if you go too far, then you have immunosuppression issues. Immunocompromised. Yeah. You're sitting there going, well, maybe that's not super great either. Like what good is living to 150 if I have fucking canker sores for the rest of the <laughs> You know, like that doesn't sound right either, right? So, but no. like we, we we just a self reference back to the uh, lifespan thing that we talked about. Like that book was quite candid about the ups and downs and the perils of rapamycin, and I think he called them rapamycides or whatever, like these sort of like rapamycin-like yeah. compounds that uh, that they're talking about. And, and pop, what are they called? Rapalogs yeah, or something like yeah. that? Like something you know, wh- whatever that word was, it was like I, you know rapamycin adjacent well i think i think what he what i think what he was kind of pitching there was like i'm hoping for something safer oh yeah you know so so i think what i'm saying is i think my friend's group has kind of found the safer version like oh wow sense that like the answer is dosing experimentation like basically up your dose until it hurts and then back off a little and that's your number like that seems to be kind of like the and, and again I'm just kind of dipping my toe in the water in here but I'm interested yeah because it's a fascinating compound that like gets kind of a bad rap and I'm just actually curious cuz my 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 buddy is all in on this man I mean he's like, Well you know is that a bias too because we're talking about something that suppresses the immune system so it must be bad well, here's the thing though, like mTOR is also used in the product, like it helps your body heal. It's also responsible yeah. for every anabolic effect that you have from a muscle building and, and that again, the repair, right? Like all that stuff. So it, you know, it, you don't need to be a, a fucking like, you know, too, all too bright of a human to understand no. that like if mTOR is the thing responsible for those things and you inhibit mTOR well those things are going to go down <laughs> so if you go bump your bump yourself like you don't have mTOR production <laughs> to to heal as well right and so like there is and so the other the other pathway is amp k and so like mm-hmm. amp k is the opposite of mTOR right like so when your mTOR is down your amp k is up mk our amp k is 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 not life extending um, but it's also less inflammatory and it's less, you, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, cause like you're not building that. I, I, I've been playing with an AMK, uh, supplement and I, honestly, it's another one that I'm like, I don't notice anything, but I notice something in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Mm, I don't know. So as long as it, I probably AMK won't order it again, is, 
is boosted, it doesn't really, it's like taking vitamin D without vitamin K too, right? Like, yeah. like if you, if your amp K is boosted or, or otherwise modified, but you're not downregulating mTOR, like there's no real reason because if your body's just producing mTOR as a result of like the exercise session that you're in right now, well then all the amp K in the world's not going to fucking matter because it's just going to be canceled out, right? Like it's not, and I don't want to, it's not as easy as that. It's not like, it's not literally canceling out, but you, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like it's like, you're not really optimizing it. You, you know, I could down all the D I want, but without K2, it's kind of useless. So, you, you know, yeah. like I don't really quoting, you know, impressing you with my dosing of vitamin D is irrelevant. Does it really mean if it doesn't have any K2 to kind of make it go down, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I could, we can go on for that forever. But anyway, it's uh but I might be dipping my toe into this waters. That that's interesting. I'm I'm wondering, I don't know if I have somebody that would write me a script for that. Rapamycin. I you know it's funny. I, I, I would have to look this up. I don't know what the actual use of it is for. Do you know that? I it's I think it's I think it's post surgically. Uh to, like organ transplant it and everything. Is, but that's because it suppresses your immune system. Like, yeah. So that is from an immunosuppressant standpoint, I totally get that, but it's because it like carpet bombs your mTOR production. <laughs> like, you know, like, so. Master regulator of cell growth and metabolism deregulation of the mTOR. Okay. Discovered as an antifungal metabolite. Ah, there we go. That was it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I didn't really know what it was used for. Honestly, I mean, I, I only ever really hear about it. And obviously the biohacking, you know, content. Yeah. So, um, like I, I, I actually found out what metformin was used for, like long after I knew what it was used for in the biohacking community. I, I had no idea. Uh, see, and I only like and I knew that one just because I have like so many patients yeah with uh diabetes oh interesting. <laughs> oh interesting that makes sense uh yeah it's it's the most popular diabetic drug oh, right, right, basically right. well listen man another uh another yeah we should wrap this up in the books i appreciate uh i appreciate you there this was a great find thank you for uh really yeah good times um cool man well listen until next time right. see you next time man Bye-bye. Be subversive, irreverent. Health is wealth, but you knew that. Everybody knows that. But so was following us on social media at Irreverent Health. And check out our website for more exclusive content at irreverenthealth.com. Oh, I like this. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Irreverent Health.